This is Mary and Thomas here for episode 99 of Anime Double Play. We are here, we are excited to talk about anime and all the good sorts of stuffu. Uh, we are very excited with our 99th episode here. Next episode is 100, and April is also our anniversary month. This April, it's going to be two mo- two years, two years since we've been recording the podcast. And time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? It's just been so great, and we want to thank you for joining us tonight and every week, forever. How's it going, Thomas? Forever. I almost did great. You guys will be with us forever. forever. I'm just imagining, like, that obsessive girlfriend meme. Okay. Do you know? No. Do you, you don't know that? No. Wait, you would know it if you saw it. The, like, crazy girlfriend meme where she's, like, staring with her eyes, like, super wide and says, like, really cringy, like, I'm going to, like, be with you forever kind of stuff. Don't worry about it. You would know it if you saw it. Okay. So... Mary, what did you did you watch anything cool this week? I certainly did. I read a lot this week. Oh, oh! I saw your blog post. Yeah. Was that everything you read this week? No. Well, let me just. I'm going to talk about manga. So I got my right stuff anime orders. I got eight volumes of Tagami Bachi, three volumes of Soul Eater, two more are on the way for both, um, and then. Holy crap, amazing. I got the final volume of Prince of Tennis, so I get to find out how that ends. So I got a lot of manga, and I also read a lot of manga. I got I read four volumes of Inuyasha. I just got five volumes of Berserk that I have to read, which is very exciting. My friend Colby, shout out to Colby, um, also went on writestuffanime.com for the sale and got five more volumes of Berserk, and he read it online, so he ordered them and just gave them to me and he was like please read these and I was like Colby you should read them first he was like no next time I order them I might as well just like send them straight to your house like you need to read these so I was like great so um I'm really excited to dive back into Berserk he gave me 20 volumes 20 to 25 and I'm pulling up the manga I read right now in case there's anything new no, the main, the, the one that I read all day, two days ago, is called um, Tsukikage Baby, um, Moon Shadow Baby. It's by um, Kodama Yuki, the mangaka that made um, Kids, Kids on, on the, the slope. slope. I know. And uh, I was reading Tsukikage, well, I'm, Thomas, I'm, this is for the audience. I'm just showing that I read your blog. I, which I'm so happy about. Moveslikeawot.com. Um, that was a really fun post to write, and I could tell you what it, what it is about in a second. But um, the manga, I was reading it because it came up on Manga Decks, and I was like, whatever. And the art style was really familiar for, to me, but I couldn't really pinpoint it, so I looked up the author, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Kids on the Slope. So it's about this town, and um, they all get really excited about this um, festival in the beginning of September called um, Kaze no Ban. And everyone gets really into the traditional dance that festival goers do called the Awara. And like tourists come from all over the country to see their village put on this festival. And it's a really big thing. 
And this girl transfers from Tokyo to live with her grandmother in this small town. And um, she comes already knowing the dance. She knows it because her mother taught it to her. And it's all this, like, mystery about, like, her mother and what she's doing here. And then there's, like, love stuff and drama and town gossip. And it develops into this, like, really really engaging like I was all in in a couple chapters nah, I was all in in like 10 chapters but it was super good and it made me think about which is what I wrote the blog um like Owaro which is this weird dance and jazz and how you can basically write a manga about anything and as long as the characters are good and the um the character motivations are there you can make a really compelling story so I kind of wrote about that, and her new manga, which is like, ow, no, something, no, Mori, is about pottery. And I just find it really interesting that she's taking the time to use her art to shine lights on different parts of what people love in different parts of the world. It kind of reminded me of Chihaya Furu and Silver Spoon, which is farming and Karuta. So yeah, I really like the manga. I actually, this total shoujo trash moment happened and I made a face and I was at work and my co-worker came up to me and asked me if I was okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> it was very good. You, uh, you make a good point where like a manga or an anime takes some like weird thing like karuta or pottery and can kind of make a cool exciting story about this thing that seems mundane or uninteresting. I always think of, like, Hikaru Nogo and how much yeah. I really enjoyed Hikaru Nogo. And it's just about a kid playing Go. And it was it was just so good. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, that it's a manga about a kid who plays Go. Okay, that's not very interesting. But it is so interesting and so good. And it's cool when shows can, or even, like, manga can make, like, a really compelling story about something like that. And you can also learn about x subject along the way yeah and that's kind of what i said in my post like everyone has something that they love so no matter what it is in the manga you're reading everyone can instantly relate yeah i've never heard of owara but i've been passionate about something so i'm on that level with the characters even if the subject is different like the it's a universal emotion and i feel like that's why the story, the subject of the story doesn't matter as much as the people in it pushing towards that story, you know? Yeah, I agree completely. Yay. All right. Do you, did you watch anything else? Um, or was that, you just no, read some badass manga? Badass manga. Fruits Basket comes out tomorrow. I'm really excited. Oh, really? Do we yeah. know what it's out on? Oh, yeah, we do. It's out on Funimation, and Crunchyroll got it. Oh, let's go. How did Crunchyroll get it? Crunchyroll gets everything, Mary. Don't question the gods. I'm not, because now I can watch it without stealing my friend's password. But, like, yeah. This is I'm good. I'm very excited. And my roommate, Michaela, who has not, who's not really into anime or manga, read the entire manga in middle school. Wow, she was like, Fruits really Basket. Yeah, I read the whole thing. And I was like, what? Well, we were talking about, I was talking to someone about Fruits Basket. How um, it is 
don't quote me on this, but this is what I heard. It was the first manga to break into the, like, um, I almost said Billboard 100, but, like, the New York Times bestsellers, not in the graphic novel category, but in, like, the normal human category, like, regular books. The, one of the volumes came in, like, 36th, and it was the first manga to ever make it on that chart. It was the most popular manga in America for, like, six years. A lot of people have no, experienced... I, I know it was big. I just didn't yeah. think I, like, watched oh, yeah. any anime well, that... or read any manga at all. Well, it shows that, like, for for those people in that time, it wasn't an anime. It was just, like, it was just the thing that was on TV or it was just a book people read. Like, it kind of surpassed that that stereotype that, like... It like it broke through the glass ceiling of anime, so um, a lot of people I know who will have only seen like Pokemon Yu Gi Oh and like Kiki's Delivery Service have also seen have also seen Fruits Basket. So it's going to be interesting to see how much buzz it gets now that it's coming back. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it because I don't really know too much about the story, so I'm all in on checking out some Furuba. I can't wait to like. Watch you watch Fruits Basket. That sounds creepy. It's going to be great. Great! Alright, well, I want to talk about the anime I watched this week. My my girl! I watched a really good anime. I watched Karakai Josie no Takagi-san. Isn't it adorable? It was so good. I love this show. It's so cute. Yeah, it's one, like, the obvious thing is that it's adorable. Just, like, the two characters... They're so middle school Like, it's the first anime that I feel like actually like, kind of captures, like, pre-teen, tween, young teen love. And, like, love in quotation marks. Like, they just, like, spend time with each other and, like, try to make fun of each other. And the boy is just, like, Nishikata. He's just really innocent, but he's a really nice kid. And he likes Takagi-san. And then Takagi-san is just obviously, like, really smart. Um, and just likes Nishikata because she knows he's really nice. And it's just really funny and it's cute. And it's nothing, like, over-the-top and romantic. It's just them, like, spending time with each other and doing things. And it's great. I really like this show. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it still kind of, like, develops a little bit in some ways. Like, definitely towards the end, you've definitely learned a lot about the characters very mm-hmm. subtly. Yeah, which is, which I love. My favorite part about their dynamic is the fact that Takagi-san doesn't have a lot of friends. She's kind of an outcast. Like, she's always alone, and she's always picking on Nishikata, and Nishikata kind of notices that, and when she's like, want to walk home from school? Because she walks home alone every day, he, like, goes. Or, like, when it's, like, group stuff, she's never in a group, so he always is like, I guess I'll, like, I don't know, just, it's, he's kind of observant in a way that we get to see a part of Takagi-san that we might not be able to see if someone else was the narrator and had a different view, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just cool learning about the characters and, like, it, there aren't, like, big flashbacks or anything like that. Everything's mm-hmm. really subtle. And you just kind of, like, watch. Like, you know that Takagi-san really likes Nishikata. 
But at first, you just think she likes making fun of him. But then you pick up on how she notices certain things about him and stuff. And it's it's well done. I'm so excited that they announced the second season for the summer. I can't wait. I watched the dub, and the dub was really good when the dub was on VRV. Like, uh, when we did... Um what you calls it, the uh, anime awards, and I had my own picks for best English voice actor, I put the guy who did Nishikata. Because <laughs> oh, really? it wasn't, like, a really big bombastic role, but, like, his, like, inflection and just, like, the way he did it, it was super funny, because a lot of times anime has trouble translating to English and still being funny. It was still really funny. He sounded like an eighth grader. Like, he did such a good job. So... The dub's also really good. Okay. Is that on VRV, the dub? Maybe I'll check it out. Not anymore. I, I think Funimation had it, and then okay. now that Funimation... I'm, I'm going to check right now, though. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite, um, like, skit thing from it? I watched it almost a year ago. Um, I kind of like the arc, air quotes, when... Um, He's teaching her how to ride the bike, or they're, like, practicing riding tandem in the empty lot. Oh, yeah, that was cute. That was cute. I like when she's like, oh, I wrote this on an eraser, and, like, blah. And he's like, oh, my God, but it's actually nothing. But it was something if he he looked the other way. I know. Man. That was cute. I like the scene where um, it's really windy, and he's like, I am the god of the wind, mwahaha. And then... Yes, she, like, that's good one. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, nothing. I was just checking to see if the wind was blowing in a certain direction. And she's like, oh, really? It looked more like you were doing this. And she just reenacts them. And it's really funny. He thinks she's hiding in the classroom. Oh, yeah. She's behind the curtain. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I love how in his own head he gets. It's and he's good. also, like, very obviously, like, an open book. Like, his face. Like, I love him. Everything. He's so cute. Yeah, I really like the show. I gave it an 8. I don't know what you gave it, but... Uh, I don't remember. Alright, yeah. well, at the very least, it's double play approved. Double play approved? Wow, when was the last time we said that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like kind of recently. We watch a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, um, they only have it subbed. Okay. That's fine. A few more months, and I'll have more episodes of Karakajos, you know, Takagi-san. Yeah. Did you uh, watch anything else? No. I started reading that um, that manga that we... We're discussing. Tsukikage Baby? No, no. Oh, no. Um, Something no Hitori Goto? Hitori Goto, yeah. Uh, that was... Okay. For the people who aren't on the Discord, which you should join, by the way, um, email us at animedoubleplay at gmail or tweet at us for the link. I decided that I need to pin the link to our Twitter page. I thought we did that in, like... The Discord link expired or something. Which is weird because I put it on never expire. But anyway, um, 
when a couple weeks ago when Thomas wasn't on the podcast, I was talking about I read like eight manga that week. So I was talking to the co-host at the time, Gannon, about it. And one of them I talked about was Kusuriya no Hitori Goto. Kusuri means medicine. Ya means shop. And she's like a pharmacist. That's why I think it's Kusuriya no Hitori Goto, but I don't really remember the full name. And I talked about that manga, and I even like wrote about it on my blog and posted the blog link in the Discord. And then a week, I read it, and then... A week later, I wrote about it, and then the next day, Thomas is on the Discord, and he's like, oh, I just started this manga, it's super good. I'm like, did you know? He did not know I started reading it, and, like, I talked about it a lot, and it was really funny. This has happened multiple times in our life, though, so <laughs> we're not surprised. There are a few True. times where we both randomly start reading the same thing. Blazer Drive. Yeah, that was creepy. That was insane. But oh, man. That's like kind of the twin thing comes out sometimes. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, we're the same person. This is awful. Ah. But okay. Um, anyway, so you started reading it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's. I don't get the whole Chinese tradition stuff, which. I don't know, it feels weird reading a manga that's about Chinese people. Because I don't get the same, like, social stuff. But I mean, I, I don't know it. about that. I don't know. I mean, we read so much manga and watch so much anime about Japanese people that it is a little different when they, they show, like, Chinese people. I find it extremely refreshing. That's good. Cause, uh, um, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just I saying really like different. the costumes. The costumes are cool. The the few times that they've had color pages, the color pages are so nice. Yeah, that's true, too. And um, recently, I talked about this on the pod, there was a poll for, like, the top ten manga that people want to be adapted into an anime, and this series was number nine. Hmm. I, I'm surprised it's that high, just because I never heard of it before, like, four days ago. Yeah, same. But uh, if it got an anime, I would definitely watch it. I like the main character. I love her. Mau Mau. If she wasn't as good as she is, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have read it. She's just like super smart and detective-y. Yeah. And she's like, she's, she's fun. Like she's sarcastic. She puts the freckles on her face. We can talk about it. Freckles now or non-freckles now? Freckles. Freckles now. Absolutely. Good. We're on the same page. So, yeah, that's just a, a manga that I'm I'm getting through. I think I'm I'm almost halfway through. So Okay. I'm, I'm caught up. It's still ongoing, so Yeah, I'll be caught up. No rush. I'm just taking my time. I'm reading like a few chapters a day. Nice. So, Alright. Let's jump into uh some season finales. We Yeah, we've got one and a half? No, I guess technically the Shield Hero finale was last week for the first core. Because this didn't seem like a finale. I mean, this was, this was the first episode of the second season. Cause right, because there was a new opening, which was very good. Yeah, it was. Unlike this show. I've decided with Shield Hero that I'm not going to watch it anymore. That's fine. Um... 
Crunchyroll is also doing a simul dub, which is very interesting. So I'm going to listen to it at work. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. Um, but what did you watch this episode? I did watch this episode. What did you think? Um, okay. Melty-san. Melty-san's young. Melty-san is realizing her family is really fucked up. And she's, like, trying to talk through it with Naofumi to get past it. And it's annoying and it's horrible. I'm like, okay, but I get where she's coming from. And then, at the end of the episode, she goes, call me by my name. I'll call you Naofumi. And he's like, okay, Melty. And she's like, say it again. And I'm like, you literally just became every other character in the show. Yeah. You're every other character now. You were about to be different and interesting and complex, and now you're every single character in this show. Welcome to the harem. Yeah. No one has a personality. I was so mad. Like, I liked her because at least she was different, and now she's the same. I'm so bummed. Well, to be fair, I didn't like her before, and I don't like her anymore now. That was just like a... There's so much stuff in this show that's, like, so unwarranted. Like, why have a whole episode about buying clothes for Philo? Like, that's not what makes this show good. Philo is probably my... I like Philo better when she's a bird. She should have just stayed a bird. Philo is my least favorite character. Uh, good. Mine, too. It's... I'm just so over this whole, like, harem. It's not even, like, harem is one thing, but all the girls are, like, really young and, like, obsessed with him. And I'm I'm just over it. Like, maybe this is, like, a cultural thing, but it's just cringy, and I'm not about this show. I'm going to keep watching it because I kind of want to figure out the story because the story is actually decent. It drives me bonkers. What, the story That's or the show? The show. But um, the good thing is, is that I can listen to the dub and not put too much time into it because um, next season looks lit. So I can spend my time and attention on something that matters while still being able to keep up in this for the pod, for the fans. That's fair. Next season's going to be hype. But we're not done with this season yet. So I don't want to talk about Shield Hero anymore. Let's talk about... The finale of Mob Psycho. Mixed feelings. Me too. Yes! Okay, the first half was awesome. Oh my god, we're going to say the same exact thing. The second half was anticlimactic and, like, a little random. And he never confesses to Subomi. And, um, the broccoli's funny. But... I don't know. There's this whole big thing, big speech. He he absorbs the energy, and they just dig him out of a piece of broccoli and walk out. Yep. Pretty much. The best part of the episode was right at the beginning, where Mob's going crazy. Maybe it's because Ritsu is my favorite character. But he's going crazy, and he looks at Ritsu, and he remembers... What does he remember, it was Mary? So good. He remembers what happened the last time he went crazy and what he can do, and it brings and the bromance brings him back. Bros before hoes. 
bros before hoes. Mob always life. got that. But I, I kind of agree that the, the fight scene was really cool. And I like the whole first half. But then the second half, like, we just, they, they go dig Mob out and they win. And then the show just goes back to, like, being goofy. And for a moment, I just kind of, like, want it to be a bit more serious for this ending. Like, we go back to the school, and the Body Improvement Club is there. Love them. And they're great, and it's funny. But, I don't know, I I guess I just wanted, like, a little bit more emotion in in the end of the show, because the last half of the episode is kind of... I don't even know what happened. I can't even remember. The guy gets arrested or put somewhere. He gets arrested by, like, some random dude, right? I don't know who that guy is. Yeah. It's just weird. Not that I thought the ending was bad. It just wasn't that good. The final fight was amazing. It was cool. Here's my thing with Mob Psycho, though. Mob Psycho has, like, a 9.0 rating on Mal. Wow. I just don't like this show that much. Like, I'll give it an 8. I'll give it an 8, too. It had great moments. Yeah. But, like, like I said before, the first season, I was, like, iffy about the slice of life stuff, and then I loved the plot with Claw and all that, and this season, I like the slice of life stuff, like, 300 times more than the plot at the end. That's fair. I, I kind of agree with that. I think my favorite part of this show was when I think it was the first episode when mom yeah. like yeah. pretends to go out with that girl. That was that was really amazing. Wholesome. It was great. Oh, and then the the marathon. That was great too. I mean, this marathon show obviously so had the moments, but it's not like my favorite show by any means. Which is interesting yeah. because I recently watched, by recently, I mean yesterday, I watched Mother's Basement's video. I met it come out about a year ago about how Mob Psycho is his favorite anime. And he, he mentioned how, like, he really, really liked that episode um, with that, um, that Esper guy who, like, basically killed himself or, like, oh, disappeared yeah. and died. How much, like, that was, like, the best episode of anime ever. And, I don't know, I feel like people are pulling stuff from Mob Psycho that I'm really not. Like, I really like that episode. But I wouldn't say by any means it's the best episode of anime ever. You know? And it's not even my favorite episode in Mob Psycho. So, I don't know. I'm definitely lower on Mob Psycho than than the crowd. The fact that it has a 9-0 is... I don't know. I don't think it's that good. Like, it's... I think it's one thing where I'm I like, mean, I would rather Mob Psycho have a 9-0 than, like, Chunibyo. Yes. But I always get confused when I see a show really, really highly ranked. And I don't think that highly of it. Or I don't get it. Right, like, Sengatsu no Line has a 905. Yeah, really? And I gave it a 7, but I get why people think Sengatsu no Line is really, really good. 
Um, you don't get why people... No, I literally just said I get why people think it's so good. No, you don't get why why people like Mob Psycho? I get why they like Mob Psycho. I don't get how it's number 11. Oh, number 11, sorry, on Mal. Huh. I, I do. I mean, I, I think people pull a lot more from the show than me, is my point. I like it. I give it an 8. But I don't think this show would do something to make me give it like a 10 out of 10 or anything. Right. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So. But I did I did enjoy it this season a lot. Oh yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Really like Mop Psycho. It's very good. Alright. Um And that's really it. Um there was no Dororo this week, which was a bummer. Although I did watch the opening. The new one? Yeah. I didn't watch it. It was on YouTube. I'm saving it. I thought the episode was coming out, so I was like, oh, cool. But, um, yeah. The only other thing I watched was Kaguya-sama. Oh, yeah, the finale, right? Yeah. I got to see Kaguya-sama in a kimono, so that was a win. But as a whole, the finale was definitely lacking because it just ends with them going back to status quo. Bum. Well, I guess the, uh, the anime is still going on. The manga. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember what I gave it. I'll probably give it a seven. That's an 8.53. This is why I don't get like, I just don't think the show is like, I don't know. People are giving it nines and tens. It's funny. It's a comedy. The skits are good. But a show like this is so lacking because it doesn't have any plot, right? There's no build-up. There isn't really character development. There's, like, very little in this show. But to the point where, like, it's almost disappointing because they show you some stuff about Shinomiya and about how her, like, family life kind of sucks. But they don't really go into it or anything. And, you know, Shirogane is kind of poor, but they don't go into it or anything. So it's kind of just a tease. And I don't know. It, it doesn't take away from how good the show is, but it does take away from my ability to think that this is, like, anywhere near a God-tier show, which is what lots of people are giving it. If that's an 8.53, right. it means it's, it's got nines. It's got People tons. thought this... Um this season of anime was amazing. It was good. This season was pretty damn good, I thought. It's better than average, for sure. Yeah, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, 2019 is already on on the course to blow out 2018. And I'm like, no. Well, if you look at the Mal ratings, I, that's kind of true, right? Because Kaguya-sama has an 8.5, Dororo has an 8.6, T- Really? Yeah, TPN has an 8.7, and Mob Psycho has a 9.0, on top of Shield Hero being over 8. That's five shows having an 8.0 or greater. That's pretty damn good. Hmm. You know, and and we have Run With The Wind, which also is over an 8, right. that people really like. Even though that's a continuation from last season, so... I don't know what you would... If you would say it's this year or last year, but it's airing and has. Oh, I would count it. 
Um, March comes in like a lion was nominated for 2018 when it was went continuing from fall 2017. So I would count. Okay. So that's six shows with an 8.3 or higher. That is that's good. good. <laughs> that's good. But yeah, I don't know. I think this season was really good. I was watching five shows. I like them all. And two are continuing into uh, next season. Can't complain. Not at all. All right. Um, all right. You going to introduce our our topic? Sure. We're just doing a, a little short one today because it's late. I forgot to say this in the beginning. I was playing Valkyria Chronicles, the remaster for the PlayStation 4, and um, I'm not good at it. So one battle took me like 40 minutes, and Nadine died, and I'm very sad. And in this game, when characters die, you can't, like, bring them back. Like, they're gone for the entire game, and I'm, like, four hours into this game, and one of my people already died. So we're going to see what happens. But anyway, um, we are going to talk about things you see in anime a lot. In most anime, there's always kind of one episode that can connect a lot of anime. It's like the Kevin Bacon of, like, anime tropes. And we're going to talk about, like, super cliche anime tropey episodes. For example, the beach episode, the training camp, and the summer festival. And, like, stuff like that and why they're in there and our favorites in those categories and... Other things of the like. I guess, Thomas, you should start because Kaguya-sama just had a summer festival episode. Yeah, and we didn't have a beach episode. What gives? I would have loved the beach episode. Holding out for the season two. Best beach episode of all time, easily, on the count of three. One, two, three. Or in high school. I thought you were going to say that, but I wasn't positive. Wait, the one where they're indoors? Or in high school doesn't. No, the one where outside when Harvey falls off the uh, okay. cliff. That's what I thought you meant. The Sun, the Sand, the Sea, the Host Club. It's episode eight. I watched that singular episode like 20 times when I was in middle That's school. That's not even my favorite show or my favorite episode of Oron. It's my favorite. It's probably my favorite episode of Oron. I know. I mean, even Kyoya, your boy has a good moment in it. I like when Tamaki meets Kyoya. Yeah, that's why I was talking about Kyoya, because I know you like him the best. But yeah, um, that's a good beach episode. Um, Orin has a lot of, like... Orin does not have a um, a summer festival episode, though, because they're very... They like to pretend to be very Western. Sorry, what was that again? Orin didn't have, like, a traditional Japanese summer festival episode. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Well, they had the school yeah. festival at, in the last episodes. That's true. School festival is also extremely tropey. Um, Toradora had a good beach episode? Don't they go to the beach? No, they are, they're swimming in the pool. Yeah, they don't have a beach episode. A lot of it takes place in the winter. Like half of it's in the winter. Because it's beautiful. All and right, how about on the count of three, best baseball episode of all time? One, two, three, Samurai Champ. 
You didn't Wait. even remember Angel Beats had a baseball episode until I told you when we were prepping for this. I thought the whole point of this was because you loved the, the baseball episode in Angel Beats. The Samurai Champloo episode, though, everyone dies. Yeah, I like that episode better, too. But I thought you liked... I thought the whole point of why you got mad was because you... It was your favorite episode. I got your mad because you forgot Angel Beats had a baseball episode. And I was like, it's like the one of the best ones in Angel Beats. Not like ever, but that's okay. I mean, I don't remember Angel Beats. I, I mean, I don't know. That's hardly a baseball episode. When I think of like a baseball episode, everyone's playing baseball. Like in Melancholy of Haru Suzumiya. That's a good baseball, baseball episode. Um... Samurai Shampoo, they're all playing baseball. This is just like Hinata remembering that he used to play baseball. But well, I guess they're, they do play baseball. They're all, there's a freaking baseball tournament. They're all playing baseball. I don't even remember. He and catch Hinata's ball about and to disappear. catch the ball, and he's about to, like, be reborn, and Odunashi's running to him in slow motion, like, no, you're my best friend, don't do it. And then freaking Yui gets him in, like, a double suplex, and he misses, and they lose the game. Comedy. It's amazing. And emotion. And emotion. Um, man. Angel beats. Good shit. There aren't that many baseball episodes, though. There are, if you think about it. three. Um, baseball. And one I couldn't remember. Yeah. A baseball episode. It's on tvtropes.com. Freaking Mobile Suit Gundam had... A baseball Which one? episode. There's like millions of mobile suit Gundams. Let's see. Angel Beats, Clamp, Detective Conan, Dragon Ball Super had a baseball episode. Fooly Cooly is just one big baseball episode. Um, Wait, does it does it actually have Fooly Cooly listed? Yeah. Fooly Cooly episode four. Once. Episode four. No, they don't. Apparently. Um that bothers me. Prince of Tennis, they have, like, an episode for every sport in Prince of Tennis. He they does just... play baseball because he hits the baseball with, like, one hand with a baseball bat. And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, that's also impossible. But anyway. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX has a baseball episode. Generation X. Game on. Anyway, um, what about beach episodes? I mean, every anime has beach episode. Even anime that there's no way that they could even go to a beach have a beach episode. I know. AKA Darling in the Franks. That was a little ridiculous. They literally just stuck one in there just to have one. Like, there isn't a work. They, they live on a plantation. They go to the beach. They live like, on... What? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Like, they've never left that one house area outside of like what they did when they were really little. And then they ran away. All right, let's go to the beach. Everyone. You got to hit your tropes, man. Well, they didn't play baseball in that. Anyway, so they did not play baseball. Um, uh, I'm going through some beach episodes. Nothing's really standing out to me. Made Sama. Maid Sama has, has everything. Every trope. That's all it is. It's just they a collection. 
That's true. It's just a collection of tropes, and I love it. Oh, God. Maytown was so trashy. Apparently there's a beach episode in the Food Wars manga. Hmm. Oh, my God. Beach episode, Gurren Lagann. Oh, yeah. That's a good episode. And they also have the Hot Springs episode, which is another trope. Which happened in Shield Hero recently for no oh, freaking that reason was at all. The worst episode. I want to go in the bath with now for me. Why does Philo get to? Oh my god! Please murder me. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Hot Springs hot. vacation that happened in the um. Did that happen in the Wodakoi manga? They went what? to a hot spring, right? Do they? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, one of the best... Oh, sorry, you can go. I was going to say, Konosuba has a... Uh, the the ending there at a hot springs. Oh, okay. Wait, is it the ending? I think so. I think it's one of the last episodes of the second season. They go to, like, a hot springs era, and everyone, like, who lives in the town at the hot springs, like, is obsessed with aqua. Or they're obsessed with the goddess known as Aqua. And they don't actually think Aqua is the goddess. And it's really funny. So oh, Konosuba. Konosuba is a great show, Mary. The fact that you don't like it proves you're not cultured. Oh, thanks. Appreciated. That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> um, I'm going through... Oh, remember in Naruto they had the um like the random Shippuden chapter where they all go to um like the baths? No. You don't? The girls are in one side and the guys are in the other and Rock Lee's there. No? Um I feel like I watched this on YouTube recently. And they think oh. Rockley was going to peak. I think it was in Boruto. Yeah, but he like fell. Oh, then yeah. we're not talking about And he about fell. It might have been in Boruto. That's weird. I don't remember. Um, but I was just thinking, great beach episodes. This anime had multiple beach episodes. K-On. K-On did come up when I was scrolling through. K-On just like unnecessarily had... Multiple beach episodes. They went to Tsugumi's, like, rich house. Yeah, and had a recording studio in it. Man, oh man. So weird. Why didn't Lovely Complex have any of these trophies? They went to the beach! They went to the beach! They did? Yeah! When? And they ride on the tube? In the beginning, before they're dating. It's one of the first episodes. They go to the beach. No, we were they go at to the a beach. water park. No, they go to a beach. No. They do go. Lovely, complex. They definitely go to a water beach. park because they're in pools and there's a slide. Because they want to go on the big ride together. Episode six. It's summer vacation again and a day at the beach with an Umibozu concert to follow is just what Risa needs. Umibozu? We both are. So there, there is a beach episode. They do also go to a water park. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. I'm scrolling through 
my anime list, but I'm, I'm running out of real estate. Let's move on to the summer festival. Um, one of the best summer festival shows easily is Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Oh, that's because you love the ending so much. Because it's the funniest shit ever. It's amazing. Toradora has, um, they have their big school festival thingy. Right, school festival, school festival. Um, Kimi Nitadoke had a big deal with the school festival. Um, oh, you're talking about, like, town festival. I was talking about, like, where are you, Kata, and watch the Hanabi. And oh, okay. Let's go with that. Hotel fish Ruby for goldfish. No oh, <laughs> I was just re-watching that AMV. I'll put it in the Discord. Mm-hmm. The really good one. one. Yeah. Um, that show's so good. That movie. Short film. So good. Um, Kawe no Katachi. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I'm naming all the depressing ones. Uh... (laughs) What else? I mean, a lot of the... Most of the shoujo crap I read, they go to a... Oh, um... No, not in Tsuki Kage, baby. They don't have any of that in um, Kids on the Slope because they were trying to, like, post-war, westernize, modern, you know? Also, it's in, like, Tokyo, like, in the city city, so they wouldn't have it there. Did you watch Hyoka? I watched the first episode and said, eh. Okay, well, Hyoka has, I think, only one episode at, like, a festival. But I think it's a New Year's festival. But they were wearing kimonos. Um, Koizumi confesses to Otani during a festival. They're not at the festival, but they can see the um, fireworks from the roof. You didn't say the Hanabi this time. You've lost weeb points. Oh, my God. Mary's down to 47 weeb points. 47? Okay. Do you know I... Guess how many weed points I have. Infinity? No. 69. Get wrecked. <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this website, and it's saying, and I quote, where did it go? It's too funny. That there's a, um, a summer festival episode in Kingdom Hearts 2. What? <laughs> Wait, how? What? Not Twilight Town. In Kingdom Hearts 2, Sora and his friends attend the end of summer festival in Twilight Town just after waking up from their year-long sleep. It's here where they meet Hainer and his friends. The festival was also mentioned in the game by the digital replica of Pence, but was, but was never attended. Why is that on this list? That's not an anime. That's a video game. What the hell? <laughs> That's so funny. And there's a video game, like, place where people can, like, because every Persona game has a freaking school festival episode. Summer festival. That's so weird. All right, let's do one more, and then uh, we'll do a quick wrap-up. Training camp. My Hero Academia. There's training camp for everything. Even if you're, like, not on a sport, there's, like summer training camps where they just like go study and like 
let's all get together for a training camp. And then at the training camp, they do, um, they walk through the woods and try to scare each other. Passive courage. Anime. Japan. Explain. I mean, I guess the test of courage is just like a thing they do. It doesn't seem fun. Um, but you know, Kaon really killed right. two birds with one stone because their beach episodes were at the summer training camp. That's that's what happens a lot of the time. In Free, they had a summer training camp at the beach. That's not good for swimming, though. Open water yeah. swimming is way different. And one guy, he's like a he's like a competitive swimmer, and he has a fear of swimming in the ocean because he almost drowned as a kid. And then like now he goes into the swimmer. ocean. Yeah, he does the backstroke because he can always keep his head up. Okay, That's weird. it actually wasn't like a bad arc. But you don't keep well, because your head he's scared of when you flip turn. In, yeah, but it's like three seconds, and there's a lifeguard. Freeze not good, okay? Freeze not good. <laughs> it doesn't make sense if you think about it, so don't think about it. One of my favorite um, training camps is in Haikyuu because they just go to this training camp and lose every single match. Haikyuu is also amazing. <laughs> they just go, and I think they won, like, two out of, like, 75 games, and you just watch them lose for, like, half a season. But they get better. They do get better. It's great payoff, but while you're watching it, you're just like, win, please. Yeah, it feels bad. And you get to meet Uyev at the second one. Yeah. He's funny. I was watching Haikyuu clips today. Not gonna lie. You, I, you do that at, like once a week. I probably do. Because Bokdo um, is at the camp, and Bokdo's one of my favorite characters. Chihaya Furu ends season two with her and Taichi going to a training camp at another school. That's where season three is going to pick up. Oh, right. Summer training camp. She just got surgery on her hand. She got surgery on her hand? Yeah, she had a tumor in between the bone of her fingers, and she had to get it removed, and she was in the hospital, and she realizes she loves Arata, which is wrong, because she should love Taichi, because Taichi would do anything for her, but they go to summer camp. Yeah, screw that erotic kid. He didn't even speak to her for, like, six years. What's his Thank deal? you. Thank you. Um, we need to have an, a shipping episode. We can do that. I'm going to lose my freaking brain. <laughs> so, any other favorite training camp things? Um... Prince of Tennis had, like, a training camp once every five volumes. Or a training exercise. Um, That's the did fest, one good thing did, about One Piece. They literally never train. They just, like, they yeah, just they get better. Just, <laughs> <laughs> they just come up with new techniques. Um, did Fastest Finger first have a summer training camp or a training camp of some kind? Uh, I think they had mock competitions. That could probably count. If they did, it isn't worth mentioning on this list. Well. I mean, do you not agree? No, I agree. I just thought of it because I was trying to think of something not sports related that had a training camp. Yao Muchi Pedal. They had a really not long sport. training camp. 
Not sports related. I know. But it came up on my mouth. That anime was not very good. I gave it a seven. I shouldn't give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a six. I'm like looking around my room trying to find an anime with a training camp. No dice. Goodbye, y'all. So before we before we close, why do we think that all these anime have these sort of like tropey episodes? Oh, we forgot one, the school trip. Bummer. Well, that kind of fits in with everything else. Okay. That overlaps a lot with a lot of them, you know? Yeah. So why do you think these exist, Thomas? Cultural stuff in Japan. Clubs take trips. Baseball's really popular there. Um, The people are obsessed with the beach, I guess. People like going to the beach. Also, who doesn't want to see cute anime girls in swimsuits? I mean, I could probably do without, but um, but that's probably why. It's probably more cultural. Where like these are like commonplace things. Like every school has a school festival. It's something people can relate to. You know that kind of stuff. I agree. That's exactly what I was going for. Like the best way to get your audience to be able to relate to your characters is to have the characters do something that the audience members do or the audience members know about. Mm-hmm. And so if you take these, like, really, like, inherently present moments in Japanese culture and you put them in your anime, people are going to be able to relate to them. Um, it's just funny as, like, an outsider noticing, you know? Yeah, it's funny watching, like, multiple hundreds of anime. And you're like, why do, like, have the anime I watch? Why do they always go to a hot spring? Like, that seems really random. And they all have it. And it's just, it must just be like a cultural thing. You know? People like going to hot springs. Or that's like a semi-common thing for people to do. Like, that's not something people do in the States. Like, people don't go out into the mountains and go to a hot spring. You know? I mean, people probably do that. I would love to. It's not common enough that if, like, someone told me, I would be like, oh, that's cool. I would be like, oh, that's really random. Why? So. Yeah. That's that's my two cents. Yeah, no. That was good. Um, I want to go to Hot Springs so bad. When you yeah. move to Japan for your job, you can go to Hot Springs. I'm hoping eventually one guy just went and he was taking pictures of all the cherry blossoms and sending them to our office and I, I refused to look at them. <laughs> FOMO. Total FOMO. But, all right, let's wrap up, because we we do have some kind of announcement things. Yes. One being that we will not be doing a podcast next week. We will be prepping for our 100th episode. So we're putting a little bit more effort into that. Also, there's really much going on. Like, this week and next week, things are ending, things are starting. So for the 100th episode... We'll have tons of stuff to talk about because all the, uh, I think all except Attack on Titan should have started by then. Attack on Titan has a little bit of a later start, it looks like, because it's only 10 episodes. What? Yeah. I looked into this. It's only 10 episodes. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Is every episode 45 minutes long? No. 
I'm, I'm, this is horseshit. <laughs> yeah, so on Mal, it says it's going to, it's April 29th, 2019 to blank. It's I feel like I knew this, time for time, but so I'm, I'm re-remembering it. I don't know. But that's what we've got. Ooh, so everything else would have started. So we'll be able to talk about One Punch Man and Furuba and Kimetsu no Yaiba, Fairy Gone, all that jazz. We'll cover all of it. And then we've got some special stuff planned. We're still working out all the details on everything, but we will make an announcement on our Twitter and in our Discord before we do all the fun stuff. Yes, we are going to try and do a live stream, which we're very excited about. We're just, we're taking next week off to like figure out how to do a live stream. Um, Also, we're going to um, post around what day you guys would want us to do this live stream, because of course we want the most people to be able to see it as possible. My trivia, my, my friends and I go to trivia every week, it got moved from Tuesdays to Wednesdays. So, um... Tuesday would be good. Tuesday would be amazing. So, but not this Tuesday, the Tuesday after. So we'll, we'll post it everywhere. You guys can let us know where, when you want us to go. And then we'll go, and it'll be great. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. If it is Tuesday, though, we have less time to figure out the technicalities and stuff. So we got to get our butts moving. We got to start work. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much. This is Anime Double Play, and we'll see you in two weeks for episode 100. 100.